What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's right. This is Apathetic Enthusiasm with your hosts, Travis Menard and Brandon Cruz. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon, and, and welcome welcome to our show. Welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, the show that we haven't done in over a month, and so we can't even remember how to get the music right. <laughs> uh, it will, it's not that I, we don't know how to get the music right. It's that... Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on tonight and it was like, Hey, you want to record this tonight? Like, yeah. Well, actually you were like, are we going to do this? You said Monday. Are we going to make this podcast or not? Brandon? You, then I was like, yeah, let's do Monday. And then it got to the, the time to record. And I was like, no, nah, I'm sleepy. And then no, let's do it tomorrow. And then it was like, no, this is your wife's birthday. Like shit. <laughs> we should maybe not do that. Anyway. So now it's, yeah. now it's Wednesday and Wednesday. The day that's not quite anybody's birthday <laughs> and is is perfect. We're in the middle of the week, last day of right. July. Uh, everybody's hanging out. Summer uh, Omar's already here hanging out. If oh, you, is he? Oh yeah, he's here. He's he's here. Hell yeah. Uh, so so thank you to everybody uh, who uh, labored through that arduous month or so that we took off um if you are a fan of interdimensional rss uh then you know we made that podcast first but uh (laughs) but it is now an apathetic enthusiasm week if you want to follow what we're up to uh, between episodes you can follow us on twitter at apathusiast i'm at juggle menio juggle menio 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 uh and he's at barnyard cruise uh you can follow us on facebook facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show not, not posting a ton over there, but you could follow our Instagram, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. And, of course, send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. You can watch this live over on Twitch at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm or on YouTube at, at – don't, 
don't worry about that. Just search Apathetic Enthusiasm on YouTube. You'll find us. Uh, g- do us a favor. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we are not that far away from 100 subscribers, but once we hit Ooh. 100, we can get that sweet, sweet custom URL. So if you want us to be able to say what our URL is for our YouTube channel, uh, make sure to head out and subscribe to our YouTube channel. That's and right. You watch us live and, and I don't know, hit the bell notification because I hear no, I hear YouTubers say that now. So <laughs> if, there's, if there's a bell on there, hit it. I don't I don't know if we have a bell, Brandon. Uh, hi. How, how you been? You having a good Dude, day? I am having I am having a, a a good day a good day. I'm I'm keeping the the lights a little darker in my room. That way you can't see the flesh colored bandage that is across my nose. <laughs> it's all movie magic, everybody. <laughs> it's it's special effects. Yeah, uh, yeah. You had a you had a bit of a tumble. You a you feeling all right? You're not. No little, worse for the wear. Little bit of a spill. Uh, yeah, we went to Texas Roadhouse. Uh, my Ooh, my wife fancy with the Chelsea. peanuts on the ground. That's right. Mm. Well, they don't do peanuts on the ground anymore, right? You don't do well, peanuts on the ground. We've just revealed our first topic uh, because apparently <laughs> Texas Roadhouse in the Midwest is different from Texas Roadhouse <gasps> in Florida. Oh, oh my! Because I throw those shells on the floor, son. What what is what is the what is the situation? Uh, you have an extra. In, you have in, an extra in, bucket. You get an extra bucket to put your. <laughs> really? Yeah. So nah, they still they still got high schoolers sweeping that stuff up uh, in my town. That's that's crazy. So I think happened. Uh, here's what I think happened. I think, I, I actually I don't know what happened, but the la- I, the, the first time I saw them not putting it on the floor is I think Colorado, Colorado Springs. I didn't I I don't think they were putting it on the floor, and I didn't know that at first because I was like eating peanuts and I was like. <laughs> toss you're like literally just throwing shells <laughs> yeah. at like the waitress yeah. and like like other in, other patrons you're just i was like i don't care if you have a peanut allergy take this sir sir take this then we had like peanut peanut shell wars and all that and you're like walking to the bathroom which is like <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like instead of like in the urinal instead of ice there were just peanut shells just peanut shells <laughs> they're everywhere um <laughs> But uh, anyway, so uh, it started it started thunderstorming and we're done. And so, uh, you know, I didn't want them to to walk in the rain, the pouring rain. So I'm like, okay, let me go get the car uh, and and hurry and quick step about it. And I was going around a corner on the sidewalk and I did like a lateral slide fall and and like slam my knee. I had a hole in my pants already, and then because you know I'm a a '90s kid because you're an edgy skater <laughs> boy. Um, but my other my now I have a hole in the other pant leg, uh, and I don't Just know what some better jeans. That's all true, true, true. But I don't know what happened with my my nose. Like I my I didn't hit my head on the ground, but um, I had a I had a scar on my nose from from playing soccer and wearing glasses and trying to head the ball and the ball hitting the glasses and pushing my nose skin down. Mm. Um, and so what I think happened is when I fell, my hand pushed my the the ground pushed my hand into my face and then like made it splatter blood. So whatever. Mm. Mm. Uh, so uh, so as graphic. I, as I go into but. work tomorrow, they'll be like, "Whoa, somebody was partying a little hard last night." <laughs> you should have seen the peanut shells. <laughs> <laughs> you should see the other guy. The other guy's uh, pavement. 
I well, I hope you feel better. I hope you have a full facial recovery. Um, but I will say uh, on a final note about peanuts and Texas Roadhouse, uh, my family goes to that restaurant on a regular basis with my wife being uh, allergic to peanuts, like very much so allergic to peanuts to the point where I, now she has to carry like an EpiPen <gasps> around. A what? Yeah. I mean, I know what that is, but oh my, I didn't know that. Yeah. And well, she finally got an allergy test for like the first time in her ever uh, a whole life. And she's like, I think I might be allergic to peanuts. And so they did that test and they're like, oh, girl, you, you allergic. <laughs> all right. Here, take this overpriced pen so that your husband can stab you if you ever eat a, a peanut. So, well, yeah. And then we went to a Texas Roadhouse to celebrate. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, it's weird. It's weird, but she's okay. She's, she's fine. We, we, uh, 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 Omar and I, we have a friend, uh, named Don and, uh, there's, there's this restaurant, five guys. I don't know if you ever heard of it. Five guys. Burgers. I've heard of all five of the guys. Yeah. 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 Um, and, uh, whenever we go to, to five guys, uh, we, they have like, peanuts hey, too, right? Yeah. Like, Hey Don, you, you want, you want some peanuts? And he's like, no, I'm allergic to nuts. How many times do I have to tell you this? Um, and now oh, it's just a bit that you do every time because you know, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Omar doesn't go because those burgers are too damn expensive. The price of burgers is too damn high. The the burgers are too high. Yeah. yeah. I um, I like Five Guys. It's fine. Um, people it's, try to put it up against In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. And Mm-mm. Uh, let me tell you another little story. Uh, and this is a way for us to commiserate as as Cali kids. Yeah. Cal. Uh, I was in Utah recently, and they have In-N-Out Burger in Utah. So uh, the first time I was in Utah, I did not realize this until almost the end of my trip. And I don't think I I think I didn't get In-N-Out Burger that <gasps> trip, and I was oh. like devastated. Rightfully uh, so. So when I heard I was going back, I was like, I am first meal in Utah is in and out burger. Uh, so I went and I got it. And then like some people I was there with were like, oh, yeah, well, we'll go to in out burger. And one dude had never had it before and he had it and he's like, eh, I didn't like it. it wasn't good. And man, I, this is the worst burger I've ever had. And I was like, you are dead to me. Like I. I have a different, I have a different way. <laughs> like, I can't, uh, can't fully <laughs> respect him anymore. Yeah. So, uh, well, so it, it, so it, let us know what you think about fast food, guys. Th- <laughs> this is this is this is that that thing where uh, regions across the U.S. across the world they they get like sucked into like no nah, this is this is this is it this is what you need this is what you this is what your body craves uh jack in a box like ah jack in a box tacos you gotta have get that so bad they're so bad but i mean you gotta get them right get that sourdough jack you know like a dollar uh go to del taco get get some del scorcho sauce you know uh all these Cali kid things, you're, right? You're bringing up so many memories right now <laughs> in my head. Um, but you know, then in other regions of the world, like uh, Whataburger, Whataburger is a yeah. huge Texas thing. Big uh, Texas, it, and Whataburger is pretty awesome. Five Guys yeah. is, is delicious. Um, it is. Uh, but you know, it's just it's all it, it and it's hype. It's there's a hype associated with it where you don't 
you're like, well, that wasn't as good. It's like when somebody forces you to watch a YouTube video that they think is hilarious and you, you, you watch it and you're like, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. It's funny. Like it's when fun. Omar makes me watch videos, I just keep shouting out because he's he's a, he's out around watching. Yeah, um, I uh, I I will say in terms of In and Out, they have a very simple menu, but there's a lot of other things that you could order or other ways to order things that are not apparent on the menu. And so, like the individual in question who went to In and Out Burger just. Mm-hmm. Saw something on the menu and ordered it, like as is. Okay. No, it, didn't did, didn't know what an animal style was. Didn't know. Didn't fancy what, it up. Uh, yeah. Didn't know about what double toasting or. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you can't. And so, yeah. Like there's. I. I, you know, I had to. I had to concede that he was ill prepared for his <laughs> his his maiden voyage through in and out we sh- we should you should have written some kind of like training document for him <laughs> so that actually came up they're like is there like a guide somewhere where i can get all the tips of things you can order in an in and out burger i was like i'm sure there is it's 2019 sure. the internet does exist so it does it does yeah uh, uh, sp- well, so, well, speaking of California things, I, I think I think it's it's a good enough segue to get into our main topic, which is, yeah, we okay, California, whatever. What happens in California? Nothing except San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. I should have brought my pocket operator down so I could do sound effects. Oh shit! Um, but it's not in my office because. Uh, it's somewhere else. Uh, San Diego <laughs> Comic Con. Uh, that's right. San Diego, Wales, Vagina, the mm. the land of my birth, and the 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 home of the biggest pop culture phenomenon, maybe. Period. This side like, of uh, the Mojave Desert. Yeah, yeah, the Death Valley. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, San Diego Comic Con was a couple weeks ago. We talked exclusively about. Uh, the Rick and Morty announcements over on Interdimensional RSS. But there are lots of other things worth talking about out of a San mm-hmm. Diego Comic-Con. And uh, lots of lots of movie trailers and announcements for movies. Uh, do you have a particular like exciting thing that you're still like stoked about? Or has, has all the excitement faded and you're just like, meh, whatever, I'll, I'll wait. <laughs> Um, has y'all all the excitement faded? Uh, for some reason, for some reason that this year, uh, maybe, it, maybe it's because we have almost an exclusive focus on Rick and Morty a majority of the time, uh, Laser that I, focus. <laughs> that I didn't pay as much attention to a lot of the other stuff and, and I didn't follow up with a lot of this, this stuff either. So I, I, I caught some things here and there, uh, you know, t- the, t- Top Gun <laughs> to Top Gun Maverick. I don't know if that was a, a SDCC thing, but it was they released it it basically around the I think the it was, scene. yeah. You know, it's the story of a uh, uh, a slow promoting naval <laughs> officer who uh, yeah. who still loves flying and uh yeah, Tom Cruise is in another movie with jets. <laughs> 
Sounds yeah. good to me. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Uh, I admittedly, oh, like two weeks later, I still haven't watched the trailer, uh, but I caught a little bit of it while I was tr- looking for the Democratic debates last night. And I was like, oh, hey, there's the beginning of this Top Gun 2 trailer. Yeah. Which thanks to everyone who is watching us live instead of uh, presidential debates. That's <laughs> thanks. Thank you for assessing your priorities and hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, I thought I thought um, the Top Gun Maverick trailer was neat. Uh, I think there was a new Terminator trailer that looked pretty good. Um, I didn't see it. You haven't seen that trailer either. Well, if if there's a new one from that day that weekend, I haven't I haven't seen it. But but there there is your life. There is news that I'm excited about with that. Uh, the uh, the guy who was accused of domestic abuse, Edward Furlong, is is back into the the, the Terminator series. Uh, so along with Linda Hamilton, Edward Furlong is is back into it. I I'm just really excited about that movie in general. Um, Dark and, fate. And knowing that uh, Tim Miller, I think, who directed the first Deadpool, he's he's directing it. It's they've confirmed that it's going to be rated R. Uh, I'm I'm happy to 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 look into that movie and, and watch it. Um, there's a there's a Star Trek uh, series yeah. uh, with there. Patrick Stewart coming out. Star Trek Picard. So all you. Next generation fans probably going to be real amped up about that. Yeah, the series. Uh, wow. Yeah. So that's going to. Are, it's gonna are be you? A, it's going to be a CBS All Access series, though. Yeah. Which, and that's a pay. That's a paywall I haven't gotten behind. <laughs> um. Real, real quick. Omar asks, "Who's going to look worse, Edward Furlong or Linda Hamilton?" Uh, and then he laughs his ass off. Um, uh, I Eddie Ed, Furlong. Eddie, Eddie Furlong. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's like Is asking it, like who's going to win in a fight. Um, you know, somebody who's dead or uh, <laughs> uh, a beetle who eats flesh. <laughs> you know, it's just. It, it is what it is. The flesh eating beetle is going to eat yeah. the dead person. They're going to win. It. That's it. <laughs> That's uh, an uninteresting fight. Did, you know. <laughs> did you Did you catch the uh, <laughs> new trailer for HBO's Watchmen series? I did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did. I did. Uh, what, what What do you think of that? I am I am very intrigued by it. Uh, obviously, uh, the graphic novel is a classic. Um, it's, it's classic classic uh and Zack snyder's film interpretation of the movie um i i didn't hate uh it looked nice yeah yeah i i it had good qualities about it um and and so this series kind of it's i'm i'm confused because i i still haven't read enough to figure out if it's like a prequel uh, a sequel, uh, some sort of in between. Do you have your hand up? Like I do. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I raise, I raise my hand to like whenever you're done with your thought, then I can, I can, you can call on me, and then I would ask. I was question. gonna let the other co-hosts 
share their thoughts before. No, uh, please. Uh, Mr. Yes, Menard. Yes, Bra- Brandon, you have a point to share with the class? Yeah, on 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 that, I will alleviate some of that confusion on your on your behalf. So the the new Watchmen show on on HBO is a sequel to the Watchmen comic. And I make sure I say comic slash graphic novel because it's not following uh, Snyder's vision. It's following the the events that were laid out in the comic. Very good. Very so it's good. an extension of that, uh, which 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 is great. I love you know. I sorry, I strike that. I do not love Snyder. Snyder is very very good with visuals and 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 stylized direction. What he's not good at is having good coherent, uh, enjoyable, written movies. Yes, Sucker I hundred percent agree. Uh, and I believe Damon Lindelof is involved in this project. Oh god! So the leftovers I I heard was good. So I liked a lot of the leftovers. Obviously, I'm a huge Lost fan. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily think that that is a bad thing. I think it could be a good thing, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I I continue to pay home box office money <laughs> despite Game of Thrones being off the air. So um, yeah, yeah, watching yeah. coming on out. All right, something a topic that is uh, certainly not uh, something we've shied away from on this podcast is the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, we've we've reviewed many many Marvel films many. on this podcast. We've talked about tons of them, and Marvel had a huge panel at San Diego Comic Con where they pretty much laid out all of the plan for Phase Four and and life after Endgame. Uh, all of the movies that will be coming out, um, lots of series that will be coming out. Uh, so, and just a whole bunch of other stuff so uh movies that we have coming out uh in may of 2020 we have black widow uh finally scarjo gets her own feature film yeah uh, even though it will be a prequel obviously um and then in november of 2020 huh is it obvious travis i don't know have you purchased Endgame available now on digital home video oh uh, does, does it on say on blu-ray august <laughs> 13th or something like that oh well, um no, no, no. yeah yeah so eternals eternals that's the big big news story uh november 2020 shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings uh, that's February 2021 doctor okay. strange and in the multiverse of madness in May let, of 2021. Let's 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 not let's not just gloss over the the Shang Chi and the Legend of, and the Ten Rings thing. I, I'm willing to to go back to any of these. I was just saying all. Oh, of them. you're okay. Yeah. All right. Because well, the, the other other one is Thor: Love and Thunder, November 5th, 2021. Uh, let, so you want to talk about Shang Chi? Yeah, yeah. Just just real quick. The the cool thing to me about Shang Chi, I know nothing about the character, but what I do know is about the Ten Rings, which goes back to the whole Mandarin, which then goes back to Iron Man three, uh, which everyone was like, "Oh, real cool way to just make the Mandarin just a, a crappy fake character." Right. Yeah. Uh, and in one of the, like the the Marvel like one shots, like those like five minute uh, kind of. <laughs> shorts that they had i don't know if they had him on the 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 dvds or what uh but there was there was one where it talked about ben kingsley in prison and him being in prison and everyone's like oh look at this guy oh and he's like a a star now in prison uh but the real mandarin kind of 
uh, there and a kind of referencing that there's an actual Mandarin who's not really happy that this guy was pretending to be was him. assuming or his his name and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. that was a big headline I read was like the real Mandarin will be will be the the baddie in in this one. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, I I'm I'm interested in that one. I I mean, aside from. I guess, you know, Black Widow, Doctor Strange, Thor, like those are those are well-known characters for the MCU. Um, I don't I don't know a whole lot about the Eternals, to be honest. I I, I haven't really followed that. I, I watched a few YouTube videos and read some some websites to kind of familiarize myself with the characters and sort of their their origin a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. I, again, they can take some creative license to adjust how that actually plays out in the MCU. Uh, but uh, the cast, a lot of a lot of big names involved in that yeah. project as well. So uh, that should be cool. Uh, I know Scarlet Witch is supposed to be joining Doctor Strange in yes. Multiverse of Madness. So uh, she'll be back for that. And then Thor Love and Thunder, a uh, lot of big stuff coming out of that one. Uh, they talk about how uh, Nat Pot, uh, Natalie Portman will will be um, will be Nat assuming Pot. the role of Thor in that film, uh, and she she lifted Mjolnir or whatever however you say that the 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 hammer the hammer, the hammer uh, <laughs> at, on stage at Comic Con at the panel. So um, which which again aligns with the comics, and and Thor is is a female in the comics, and so. A cool way for them to transition that character while also like giving Chris Hemsworth like an out. And even though he's going to be in the movie, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Taika Waititi and well, sorry, James Gunn uh, has said that that it does in fact take place before Guardians of the Galaxy 3, yeah. uh, which so- was not on this list at all. Exactly. Exactly right. Of, of of all those of all those movies, Travis, of all the ones that are coming out, the Marvel films, which ones like jump out of you are the ones that like, yeah, I want to see that one, or which ones are, are kind of, meh. Uh, I'm ex, I'm excited to see Eternals just because I know very little about it, and it's like a bunch of like untouched possibilities, and. It's a, it's it's a it's a serious ensemble cast, so it's it's an opportunity to bring a lot of new and interesting characters together and into a a film sort of series that a lot of major characters have gone away recently. So I'm I'm curious to see how that that all comes together and what implications that has uh, going forward. And then Thor: Love and Thunder, I'm just like super excited about because after Ragnarok. I was just like, man, the the way the direction that Thor has gone, um, I don't know. I I love it, and I and I'm excited to to see what they do with that movie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I am. Uh, I will say, uh, I you may have said Blade. I don't know if you did, but if you didn't, I did not say Blade yet. No, I did not. Oh, that. okay. So Mahersh- Mahershala Ali uh, is Blade. Uh, Wesley Snipes went on his his face, uh, Instagram or his Twitter, and he was like, "Hey, um, I'm excited about this. This is going to be good." Uh, I used to think like, who could they get to replace Wesley Snipes as Blade? There can't be any possibly. There, there's probably not a single actor, with the exception of maybe like. 
Chris Rock who could replace Wesley Snipes <laughs> Chris as, Rock. as Blade. Um, Will Smith. D.L. Hughley. The genie himself. <laughs> but as a genie. But but when they when they announced Mahershal Ali, I was like, oh oh crap, yeah no that's that's it, that's the one. Yeah so, no I I think it's a great casting and I'm very I'm very intrigued by the film and how Blade will sort of fold into the MCU if it will be sort of this like tangent sort of film that maybe exists in the same universe but doesn't get wrapped up in the other proceedings of the MCU or if it, or if it will tie in somehow and um, how that will work. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then, and then uh, I will say that the, the next one that I'm most excited about is has to be Dr. Strange teaming up with uh, Scarlet Witch for whatever happens in uh, the multiverse of madness, because few things one uh, because it's supposed to be a horror movie more more of the a scary movie uh, of the MCU. Interesting. I'm okay. I'm excited about that. As you know, yeah. my love of of, the, of our horror. resident horror expert. Uh, I'm I was very confused because I thought when we were talking about these announcements, that was the movie that you said you were like not so fired up about. But maybe I just completely misread your text. Uh, maybe may, maybe I. I so, at first, I think I was like, uh, uh, but the more I thought about it, and I'll, I'll get into that in, in a second, the more I was like, you know what? Actually, this is be could be really, really, really cool. Uh, real quick, Omar says, hey, maybe bring Snipes back to play Whistler in the Blade movie. That's not a bad casting choice, my friend. Um, we'll see if he's up for it. I don't know. Chris uh, Christopherson might still be available, though, so just saying. Uh <laughs> But uh, so so here's why I'm excited. The second point on in the the multiverse of madness, um, and that is with Scarlet Witch in the comics, as you may or may not know, the whole House of M thing, where she basically went crazy and then she got rid of all the mutants. Right? Yep. No more mutants. Uh, I would love to see, and if they used it in this way, it to be a kind of sub subversion of those expectations and instead of getting rid of all the mutants she is the one who implements the mutants into the mcu bringing it bringing them all in that way uh Omar that could be epic this. that could be huge yeah. because that that's so that's that's far down the line right but that you know you gotta gotta bring them in somehow yeah, you, you don't go buying all those properties and then not use them <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it is really i I am interested to see how they'll how they will start to implement some classic X-Men characters into the MCU now that they have the rights to them because I mean obviously Dark Phoenix is coming out like this month um so they're right what? isn't it August? No no Dark Phoenix the movie Yeah no that movie came out it came out it no. came out like 2 months ago No and it and it bombed. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. How'd you miss that movie? You, I know how you missed that movie because it got terrible reviews and it wasn't very good. By all, I am, all. I am shooketh right now. Are you kidding me? That <laughs> how did you miss that? How did you, 
How did you miss that? So I'm Googling. I'm Googling right now. I'm, everyone out there, uh, Dark Phoenix came out, and it's not in theaters anymore because nobody wants to watch it. Um, and it was the end of Brian Singer's reign, thank God, uh, over <laughs> mutants. Um, because he, yeah. Oh, yeah. Omar I, confirms it was a hot mess. Oh, I my goodness. Okay. Well, there we go. I am shocked. How did I miss this movie? No idea, dude. What else was playing? What? Was it Endgame? Is that why I missed it? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I, I I turn in my X-Men card. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's the perfect way then is to, to bring the X-Men. Uh, I saw like a tweet or something today that said... Um, the Thor Love and Thunder uh, movie would be a great way uh, to bring Deadpool over um, just because like of director crossover and things like that or whatever. But I don't know. Um, yeah. Let's 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 talk about another topic still Marvel related, uh, but that is the host of television series that were announced during this event. Uh, to include the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision, What If, the first animated series in the MCU, and Hawkeye. All of these, I believe, uh, Disney Plus exclusives. Um, let's start with the series themselves. Are there any you're excited about? Any that you'd be interested in watching? And then maybe expand the conversation a little bit to Disney Plus. But... Uh, any any of those jump out at you? Any of those make you like want to want to shell out the money for Disney Plus? <laughs> I'm gonna shake my head to all of them. Um, I guess I guess the the, the Captain F- Captain Falcon, um, <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier, <laughs> yeah. Captain Bonge, um from F Zero, Captain Falcon. Uh, that's the first F Zero slash Marvel crossover. Uh, so Falcon and Captain. And and uh, Winter Soldier, I, I'm interested in hearing about that. I feel like probably what I'll end up doing for all the Disney Plus shows is is being interested in what the stories are, but not willing to shell out the money for another streaming service and just read about it on on Wikipedia or on AV Club for the weekly reviews. I. I feel like my family has already mentally budgeted for the fact that Disney Plus will be a persistent um, financial choice that burden. That we we <laughs> burden, yeah, you could say burden. Um, we 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 love us some Disney in this house, and I also love me some Marvel, so and Star Wars, so all of that stuff. It just I I will I will cancel another streaming service. Um, in order to make space for it is, is the reality. So, uh, I intend to have Disney plus and, uh, I will be watching some of these, the Falcon and winter soldier. Uh, I like, I like the idea. I, I like the idea of Sam picking up the shield and kind of following along with what the comics did. And, and I'm interested to see what they do and what the, those two kind of formed a good little buddy relationship, uh, through some of the recent films and, uh, I think it'll be cool to see them as an actual pair uh, in in some adventures. Uh, I don't know about Loki. I, it's it's the Loki that survived like that one tangent in um, in Endgame. Yeah, like the the 
the version of Avengers where he survives or whatever. So, um, I don't know. It's, it feels like a spinoff and, uh, Loki never Not got his own movie or something. Loki's a fan favorite, so it could be good. The what if series is intriguing to me because those comics are really kind of bizarre in some of the, the pairings and things that they came up with. So, uh, and, and for it to be animated, I'm curious if, if it will feel a little bit like anthology ish in like, not just the stories, but the styles of animation. Like if for one, they do, I don't know, like a classic, you know, like eighties sort of like (laughs) type of drawing. And then the next one, it looks like, I don't know, into the spider verse or something. And they, and they, they, they play with those sorts of things. They're like, they're like, what if cap was a Hydra agent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What if Loki survives end game? (laughs) They just, they just do what ifs of all the other shows. Yeah. What if if he owned all the properties? (laughs) Um, it's, yeah, I mean, another streaming service, whatever. The same thing we we talked about CBS All Access earlier. Uh, as a huge Twilight Zone fan, even I'm like, uh, I I can't, I, I don't want to pay for another streaming service uh, to watch those episodes. Um, so I know there's a lot of other stuff that comes with Disney Plus. I know that, but I don't care about it right now. Um, and uh, you you're a Disney guy. If they had like a Rick and Morty Plus. I wouldn't pay for that either. Which, that just shows by my the dedication. Way, like I know this isn't interventional RSS, but if you go to Adult Swim's streams, they literally marathon Rick and Morty just like <laughs> around the clock. So around you can just it. like, and I think they show up in order. So I think if you had nothing to do and you caught it at the right time, you could just watch every Rick and Morty episode. Um, I don't know. I haven't tested that theory, but. There's, a, there's right. a lot of Rick and Morty on adults. Yeah. Yeah. Talk well, about. and maybe you start watching it and then some guy shoots fucking shirts at a crowd for 30 minutes while we're waiting for a panel. You for know? more on that, download the latest episode <laughs> of Interdimensional RSS. Um, <laughs> so, uh, okay. Uh, I, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, something sides, uh, not MCU superheroes, uh, but other superhero stuff. But that doesn't pertain to S- SDCC. Is there anything else uh, from the Comic Con that that you want to to bring? Uh, Walking Dead season ten got a premiere date. I can't believe oh. that show's still on. Um, the comic's over though, so that's good. What's that? The the comic's done, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. It'll Issue one ninety three. It'll all round out. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything else. I'm scrolling through a feed to see if there's anything else. I was really hyped about um okay uh, the, the boy season two is already in production you have you watched the whole series i haven't watched the whole series and that's that's what i wanted to bring up i wanted to bring up the boys uh the boys uh, was originally a comic series written by garth ennis uh over at um, Wildstorm, uh and then eventually dynamite entertainment uh, i didn't i didn't know that it was a, a comic series um and and honestly i didn't i i you know, you're scrolling through Twitter. They have the automatic uh, videos that that pop up, and I kept seeing something for the boys, and I'm like, "Don't care," <laughs> and I just yeah. scroll right past. Moving on. Yeah. Um, and then I started seeing people talking about like the buzz of how how good it how good it was, 
And uh, so so Chelsea was like, "Hey, there's this show. It's it's on right now. It started today. You want to watch it?" I was like, "Yeah, let's let's watch an episode." Uh, so we watched the first two episodes, and it's it's so good to me. It's really really good. Uh, so for those, have you watched any of them? No, uh, Sheena and I intend on starting it okay. this week. Okay, so so the the non spoiler plot of all of it is that uh, there are superheroes in this world. Uh, of the show and uh, they they look good to everybody you know they're doing great things but really behind the scenes they're just corrupt as as all get out um, and so the bo- the titular boys are um, trying to take the soups as they call them out um, the first ep- the first episode is is good it has some dark stuff into it I don't recommend it for kids because there is there are blood and adult situations and you know when you when you start up a show and it it goes through the list of like adult content uh viewer discretion is advised it has like five or six different categories of things to watch out for for kids uh and and they're all they're all applicable (laughs) great show uh chelsea when she when she watched the first two episodes she's like this is really good and i feel bad for thinking is really good uh because and I didn't consider this. Uh, there, there's other comics out there. I think like Irredeemable, uh, like uh, Superman, Red Sun. If you ever played the the games, uh, the the DC, uh, the DC fighting game where like Superman is a bad guy because Joker killed Lois Lane. Um, some of the some of these kind of concepts and, and themes of superheroes being bad guys yeah. have. It, if you've been around, you know that these are things. But I hadn't considered, like, Chelsea has never been around that. She doesn't know those stories. She knows Superman is a good guy. Batman is a good guy. All these people is good guys. And to watch this kind of show where she's like, oh, this kind of taints my opinion of of, of these, these characters. Of course that kind of superhero would be a pervert. Of course they would be. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, right. It's it's good. It's good. I rec- I highly recommend it to anybody who likes superheroes. Well, and and season two is already in the works. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I I actually got a, a second recommendation for that at work today, uh, and then I was like, seals the deal. Got to watch. Got to watch the show. Seal gotta it. Watch it. Seal it. That deal it. The dealeth is sealed. Uh, <laughs> something else that happened uh, while we were not podcasting. Uh, was another show on a streaming service uh, by the name of Stranger Things. Stranger Things oh, yeah. 3 uh, dropped on Netflix. Huge, epic release. I think like it set a record for the highest rated uh, show. Like More people watched the entire series in like the first four days than any other show. It was, I don't remember the specific numbers. Uh, and, and I, I was one of them. I, we, we finished, uh, the whole se- It came out on the 4th of July and I think mm-hmm. I had the whole series, this season done by the eighth or whatever. Uh, so I was a little slow. That's, that's what I mean to say by that. Uh, but a recent story popped up on one of my social media feeds, or it may have been Reddit, uh, where I was baffled because I didn't even think about this, but apparently on Twitter, there is, uh, like a meme going around where it's, it's talking about, um, someone posting on like a message board asking the question of why 
uh, and I'm I'm horrible with names. Is this, is it Josh? Who's the older brother of Will? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. The older brother that is dating Michael's older sister, right? And they both work at the newspaper. They're like newspaper interns, but he is into photography, and so he spends a lot of time at the newspaper in the dark room. Yeah. Which, when I say the dark room, I know what a dark room is. Oh, you okay, know no, what a dark room is. I know you're bringing it up. Got it. But apparently to a lot of young people who only know how to take pictures on smart devices, or that's their only exposure to photography. Exposure. <laughs> got it. Uh, <laughs> they had no idea what he was doing in this room no idea what that room was and so there were a lot of people that suddenly yeah. felt terribly old uh, as all these young people questioned why he was in that room with quote the red light uh and, yeah. and i want to know Brandon, how that there? makes you feel as a, as a man in your mid-30s uh, it makes it makes me feel old you you were you in school, you took some photography classes, right? A little snap, snap, green, green. I never actually took the photo course, um, but oh. I had a lot of friends that did. I hung out in the photo room from time okay. to time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so that's saying when I was in junior high school, uh, way back when in the mid nineties, uh, I took I took a photography class. Uh, we made a uh, we made our own camera out of like uh, whatever paper or whatever shoebox, pin, a shoebox, yeah, pinhole. Let it sit out there, uh, get exposure for a couple hours, and then go into the dark room and develop our film. And uh, so, yeah, I I knew that, but you know, it's a it's a it's an art that doesn't not necessary, right? Like I. Uh, for an event for me, I was looking for old pictures of, of me and I realized there was a, a split probably around from like 2004, 2005 ish. Um, it, like a gap in time between 2005 to maybe about 2009 where I don't know where any of those pictures of my life are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, because before that it was all like, you know, I like, the, the disposal like they're, they're on dang. MySpace. Yes, yeah, they're on they MySpace. That's where I they went, are. I went looking for them on MySpace. Uh, <laughs> um, but, I can't uh, remember my password. I don't. I don't I know. I, I, I think. I think my account might be gone. I don't know. Uh, I know they lost my songs on there, but that's another story. Um, but yeah, it, that's it's so the the digital age has has basically erased these physical copies of things. Um, it's, it's strange, you know, and it's one of those stranger things. It's one of those stranger things. And I wanted to put pictures up on the wall. <laughs> I see yeah. you raising, raising your eyebrows. <laughs> I want to put pictures on the wall and, and hang them. You know, you have, you don't, I don't know. I'd have to buy a printer again, I guess, to make that process easier. But I don't know. That's, it makes sense that kids don't know it in the same way that, that if you show maybe a kid a rotary phone, uh, an old rotary for like with a, with a handle, like, hello, hello. They wouldn't know what the hell that is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my kids will watch like movies from the eighties or nineties where they just have a home telephone, like a, like, like a phone in the house. And they're like, Oh man, I wish we had a house phone. And you know, like, and I'm like, yeah, all right. 
just doesn't not, make sense not, for us to have. It's not one, all that but, great. Yeah, I could R- just really. I could just all, drop in on my Echo Dot if I needed to yeah. to talk to you guys. All, all it really does is let us track you by a wire, so we know that you're on the phone when you're not supposed to be late at night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you get like the receiver extension, like the the really really like twenty foot cord, and like the little rings are like it's like going from the kitchen phone like all the way into your bedroom, yeah, like, and you're like. You didn't have a you didn't have a cordless phone in your house. Well, we didn't start with cordless phones, man. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Look, I'm older than you. Eventually, we upgraded. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, that makes us all feel old. Uh, Stranger Things three. Did you finish it? I did. I did finish it. Uh, Uh, Did you enjoy it? I did. So, uh, the boys is really good. Uh, I really like that show. The first two episodes of Stranger Things season three. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it, but I wasn't blown away by it. And and there's a lot of folks who say similar things about the first couple episodes. Um, I would say for those, if you can not just struggle through the first episodes because they're they're entertaining enough, but the the plot doesn't kick in really until you know third or fourth, and then from there it's like okay, let's let's go ahead and, and finish this off. Um, yeah. but uh. The only name of this, the character that I rec- remember throughout the show is Hopper. His is the only name I basically remember in, in the show. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, I feel like they, there were certain things about the season where they went a little like too heavy on the nostalgia or too heavy on the goofiness where it didn't really fit necessarily. Like there's a, there's a bad guy in this, this movie and he's basically in, a an Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator clone, uh, with even with like musical cues that are similar. Where it's like, boom, yeah, boom, <laughs> and he even has like he he looks Austrian. He's got a gap in his tooth. It like very very heavy handed. And this 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 season takes place in eighty five. Terminator came out in eighty four. So there's there's even like a bit of an anachronism uh, involved with it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I almost wonder, like, in terms of, like, the plot not kicking in until the third episode, if there's a writing strategy for some of these shows that you know are going to be heavily binged and, and they're all going to be released on the same day, where you almost structure your story like you're writing a 10-hour movie versus a series of individual episodes so that you can you can kind of slow burn those first couple episodes in and 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 establish some things and not get super heavy on some plot and things because of because of how you know people are just going to keep watching and and write out the whole story um and they're not going to they're not going to digest it one episode a week and you have to worry about winning them back every week like they can I'm just really yeah. curious from like a production standpoint how that factors in. And we don't have any experts on the show who can tell us, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, if you if you know any experts about the difference between writing for a Netflix show versus a a drawn out uh, yeah. 12 episode series throughout the year, uh, let us know and maybe we'll have them on and we'll we'll have them fight it out yeah. to the death, <laughs> to the death, to the death. Uh yeah, there were well, something else I was going to bring up about it, but I forgot what it was. So, uh, yeah, good, good deal. Um, all right. Uh, 
last last little bit, Travis. Oh, are there? I, I know what oh. it was. Cool. Hit me uh, up. D and D references, which have okay. always been sort of central to Stranger Things. Yes. Um, I had never played D and D when the first season of Stranger Things came out. I second think, season too. Yeah. I don't think I had played when the second season came out. Uh, And now we've played for a while and it completely changes my ideas and thoughts about parts of the show. And when they talk about the bad guy in the season being the mind flayer or whatever, and I'm just like, that's not, that's not what a mind flayer looks like. (laughs) Like, Like, uh, I just, I don't know. It has, it has shifted my thoughts about elements of the show where I'm just like, I still appreciate that aspect of it, but now I'm just like, okay, yeah, no, that's that's cool. They just opened up a monster manual and like, what's our bad guy for this season gonna be? <laughs> uh, Next know. season, it's a beholder. It's it's. <laughs> you probably spoiled season four just for all of our <laughs> listeners now. Well, well done. Oh yeah. geez, oh geez, yeah, you know, I I'm I'm a, I guess I'm a surprised by that that being your reaction to like have played D and then being like oh cool they they put references in there that, that's great that that's not what that looks well, like well i recognized a- that there were references to it from the first season even not playing it i realized like well, well that's yeah, where yeah they put but, some of those names but it just but you you took it at that point in time it was references of things you knew were D D. Uh, and you're like, oh, like when somebody watches Big Bang Theory, they're like, yeah, I recognize they're saying something about this. I know they're talking about astrophysics. I don't understand <laughs> astrophysics, but right. I know they're talking about it. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah. So I, I just because you could look at it too is these are just kids and they're trying to put a. a a name to something that is unexplainable to them except yeah. for what they've been experiencing in a game. Right. Uh, like it's the, it's the easiest thing for them to, to push out. And, and in terms of like what the, the monster in this season does and how it operates, calling it a mind flayer, it kind of fits, right? Like it's, yeah, yeah but, and I, and I, I, that is, I don't mean that to seem like a criticism of the series or the show. Like I, I don't mean that at all. It just, yeah. you hate the show. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, season, stay tuned for season four when they introduce Sturges. <laughs> Sturges, Sturges and bugbears in season four. Of, uh, good times. We're about to wrap up my adventure in D and you're going to kick something off at yeah. some point. So that's, that's our D and D update. There, there you go. Having fun, having fun. By the way, let me, let me uh, uh, publicly come out and say this. This last session that, that we did, uh, you introduced a, a, you had a puzzle in there, um, and uh, the, this this puzzle was a very it was should, should have been a very simple puzzle, um, but I'm not good with those things, and so so I John t- and I. Oh, go okay. ahead, because I want to tell but you no. the backstory of this puzzle, but but I want you, I want to hear what your thoughts were. Okay, okay, okay. So the, this 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 puzzle uh, here here's what it is. Okay, there's there's four am there's eight am. 
I can, oh. I can tell it as the riddle as I heard it because I, oh. I so he, I a couple okay. weeks ago were was at thing. meetings for work. Uh, I was in like a conference. I was there with some other people, and there was a lull in the conference, and we were just kind of sitting around. And uh, this guy that I was there with is like, "You like riddles?" And I was like, "Eh, I, I enjoy a good riddle." Are you, are you hitting he's like, me? And he's like, "I got a riddle for you." Uh, so the riddle that he told me is that you have eight pills, uh, all of the pills are the same color, the same size, the same shape. There's no way to differentiate the pills, um, objectively. Uh, but one of the pills is lethal. It, it, it will kill you immediately. And that pill is just like the tiniest bit heavier it's it's you couldn't you couldn't tell the difference holding them in your hand um so but thankfully you have a balance scale uh and and but unfortunately the balance scale is uh in really rough shape and so it can only be used two times before it will break how can you with 100 certainty identify the lethal pill uh you only using the balance scale uh, those two times. And so he told me this riddle at the conference, uh, the conference went on for a little bit. And then at the next break, I really started thinking about it. And I like, was like drawing in my notebook and I was like, (laughs) and he was like watching me work through it and the elation on my face when I figured out the answer, I was like, ah, yes, I got it. Um, but that was like the first day of a week long conference. And this riddle went through the conference and it was shared with other people. And some people took several days to work on it. And some people got it, you know, within minutes or whatever. Like, so when I was organizing this part of the campaign and I wanted there to be some puzzle element and you guys were trying to uh, identify an amulet and, and that's why you guys were there. I thought, okay, I could twist it a little bit, have there be eight amulets that all look the same, all feel the same, or all made out of the same thing, but you have to use this this large balance scale, and I talked it up to be like a, a sculpture type thing, that you have to use that balance scale to f- identify the right one. Um, and I figured that with three of you <laughs> working together, like we wouldn't end up in that group that took multiple days to figure it out and that you guys working together could probably figure out which was the case so yeah well and 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 thankfully uh we had kevin in the group with us to to help help us through that riddle uh because you know there's there's a there's an aspect of being together as a group especially when we're we're looking at time and and trying to move forward and progressing or like uh, like just trying to to speed my way through the logic and being like, ah, oh, this is a numbers thing. Uh, there's numbers and it's hurting me, and I, and and my my brain like slowly sh- revert reversing and shutting down. Uh, and Kevin right away was like, and by the way, if if you want to know the answer to this riddle and you want to figure it out yourself, hey, have at it. Uh, stop listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, but so Kevin right away said. Well, okay, so you put four and four on each side, then, okay, then then you know that one side is heavier, so then two and two, well, that doesn't work, because then it's a 50-50 at that point in time, and we're stuck on that for a while, and, well, I wasn't stuck on that, he was stuck on that, 
and John and I were like, maybe make another scale on the side. And that's what a lot of people do is they try to like really think outside of the box and like, yeah. like what if I threw them all into the air and then one of them would hit the ground faster or something. And it's, so you really have to hammer home, like use the scale. You have to use the scale to determine this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so, so Kevin for a second was like, well, let's just, let's just do it. Um, and then we're like, oh, okay. Okay. John and I were like, yeah, okay. Okay. And then he's like, oh, I got it. I got it. And I was like, all right. And my voice like, all right, Tempest, tell us what it is that you've got. And he, so he's like, this is the, here, here it is three and three. You put three on one side, three on the other. If they weigh this, if they, if one's heavier, then, uh, okay, cool. Then toss the other ones out. So then now you have three left and then you put two on one on one side, one on the other. If they weigh the same, you know that the one in your hand is the heavier one. If two, if one of the two on the scales is, uh, goes down, then you know that is the, the right one. And the one in your hand weighs just as much as the other one. Uh, and it's like, well, holy shit. There it is. There's, <laughs> there's, there's the answer. It was, it was Simple funny because when he said three and three, immediately I was like, no, he's got it. I knew like he, he's, he's got it figured out. But you guys were like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. And he kind of had to like walk you guys through it a little yeah. bit to be like, no, yeah, this, well, yeah. Well, as, 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 as soon as, as soon as I realized, oh, okay, well, so then the three that were left, that is, that's the answer. Uh, J- John was like, we had to be like, he was like, wait, no, no, well, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that yet. Uh, and then, then, then we went through one more round of this explanation and, and then we're like, there it is. There it is. Uh, so I just, I, I just, I commend you for incorporating that in, into there because I thought that was um, something that we hadn't, uh, in all of our sessions playing the game, hadn't really gone over like an actual like puzzle type type aspect. We've we've done, you know, I've gone up and I've climbed statues and stolen eyes and then had the ceilings crushed on me. Yeah, but not really. There 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 have been traps throughout experiences but we haven't had a real like puzzle so really the only like other than like stagnant traps that you activate and fighting like monsters there hasn't been any other like barrier to progress so to speak yeah other than you guys goofing off so (laughs) i would and and i personally love like puzzles and I like that's part of the thing I love about adventure games like Zelda and things like that where you have to go and put the puzzle together and figure that all out but there is a challenge and I I can't say if this is a challenge in an in-person session when people are sitting around a table but we have the disadvantage of also being like spread out across the internet so that when we play I can't like I can't set like a board or something down on the table in the middle of you guys and be like, all right, this is the layout of something and you guys have to solve this puzzle or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So most of our communication is verbal other than the use of maps in Roll20. Um, and so, so finding ways that I can do effective puzzles for you guys that that makes sense in, in that. Um, riddles really kind of are a good way to do that. Uh, but it's, then there's the aspect of having to kind of morph it into something that, um, 
fits with the story of what's going on too. But I, I, I really enjoyed that, that part of the session as well. And, uh, thought it was fun. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so anyways, th- thank you for that. And, and that is our D and D noobs update. There it is. Brought to you by Appetite Enthusiasm. All right. Well, so I think, I think that should, should cover everything that we discussed. Um, yeah, no, it's I'm glad I'm glad to be back with you, Travis. Yeah. It's good to have you back in my good, life. Good to be talking. Uh if if anyone uh watching or listening at home uh has topics that you think are worthy of discussion, uh feel free to share those with us. We'd we'd love to uh take your comments, take your feedback and um include that as part of a show. So uh whether that's sending us an email at apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com, uh leaving a comment in a review over at Apple Podcasts or something like that. Uh or joining us live when we record these episodes uh over on Twitch or on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you are subscribing on those platforms if you want to see the video versions of these podcasts. Uh, you, if and if if you don't catch it live, the the podcasts are still up there. Like like we're yeah. we're, we're keeping them there. So uh, if you if you are a strictly audio listener, but you want to see which one of us is the bald one, uh, then you can, then you can head over to YouTube <laughs> or uh, Twitch. Just search Apathetic Enthusiasm. You'll find our channel, uh, and you can and you can watch videos uh, after the fact. So uh, thanks to everybody that's doing that. Thanks to everybody that hung out in the chat. Oh. Hello, have a good day, Face. Uh, welcome back to the end of the episode. And uh, and I think, uh, who else do we have? Omar was here. Uh, o- Omar. Dan- oh. Derek Squeeze was joining us, as well as Daniel Green, of course. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and uh, and giving your feedback. And that's it. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Travis. Hey, and I, I am Brandon. Thank you so much for... Uh, being in our lives roll roll that music that's that's yeah. the stuff as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.